For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. What up? What up? What up? I don't know what in the world that was. <laughs> Hit a little puberty there. Sorry it happens to the best of us, sir. It's been a long night, man. It's been a long, long night. We are yeah. at the end of it, though. I should have started off with like a, a howl. Like a howl. Well, you didn't know you were going to. Or maybe like a... Go back to... 13. Riba. For a minute there. Yeah, something like that. I don't know what happened. Uh, I will tell you this. I, I had the remnants of a cough drop in my mouth because I am dying, man. My sinuses have been killing me. Well, you know, it's the middle of December. It's the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. We've been up here and at it for a while. About five hours now. Just a just five hours. Here under a normal work day. That's the way it goes, though. This is Winning Cures Everything. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And this is bowl preview number four. Today we are going from the Peach Bowl all the way through the Sun Bowl. And then we'll have two more after this. Uh, We're knocking out seven bowl games today. Uh, In the previous one, you know, just go check out the previous ones. Go check out all the different podcasts. Uh, All of the videos will be up uh, individually on YouTube. Go check those out as well. If you have not already, make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever your favorite podcast app is. Leave us a nice review. We definitely appreciate that. It helps out the Apple algorithm for us. Gets us in front of more people. Uh, we want to build this community, guys. We want to we want to get you guys some more friends, right. some more members of the community. Um, so you can always check us out over at winningcureseverything.com. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Go check all of that stuff out. WinningCuresEverything.com. The show is always brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They have got six incredible sports books, along with some amazing concerts, amazing comedy shows, amazing steakhouses, good golf courses, etc. TunicaTravel.com is the website. Go check that out. And Smack Apparel. SmackApparel.com. Use promo code WIN. W-I-N. You'll get 20% off your order, no matter how big it is. If you order more than $40 worth of stuff from there, they're going to ship it to you for free. They got some awesome t-shirts from your favorite pro and college teams. Uh, Funny stuff. Just really good looking stuff. All of it over at SmackApparel.com. Go over there and check it out. I promise you're going to find something you like from your favorite team over there. Let's roll in game number one here. The Peach Bowl. Now, this is going to be 3 p.m. on ESPN. It's in Atlanta, Georgia. It is at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. These are you boys. I know you're so excited about this one. I know you are so excited about this. Oklahoma 12-1, and Lincoln Riley against your Tigers. LSU 13-0, SEC champions. Look... There, there are so many. As far as offenses go, right? Oklahoma number one in yards per play. LSU number two. 
As far as points per game, Oklahoma number five at 43.2. LSU number three at 47.8. The difference here is defense. I mean, you look at it. Defensive yards per play, Oklahoma is number 42 in the country, giving up 5.28 yards per play. That ain't good when you're going up against Joe Burrow. I'll go on and tell you that right now. Clyde the Glide. Does he have a good nickname? No, he doesn't. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, man. I've been trying to come up with, you know, something. His initials spell C, C, E. You know, I don't know, man. Yeah, I... See low because he's little, you know. I, that's, that's <laughs> what, I thought about that the other day. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have the balls to say it. That's I pretty guess good. I said one. it now, but you know. No, that's that's definitely a pretty good one. Um, Oklahoma, of course, known for offense, known for in the past uh, their deadly ability to pass the ball. That ain't what they do this year. No. Now I will say this: they they are still putting up stats. Oh yeah. Uh, they are number. Let's see. Number three in the country in offensive passing yards per attempt, 11.35. LSU is number five at 10.56. Uh, LSU on defense, significantly better across the board. Uh, the only offensive stat where Oklahoma holds like a real, real advantage is rushing yards per attempt. But when you look at like the Massey strength of schedule and whatnot, Oklahoma played the number 13 strength of schedule according to Massey, which I think it's a little high. Uh, yeah, that. That's not real. And then LSU number two. So and now all, all of these are computer generated. Like it goes through the whole thing, whatever. Correct. But uh, Oklahoma's biggest issue here, turnovers. They average giving up the ball more than a, a half a turnover a game. 0.54 they give up per game. LSU takes the ball away 0.62 per game. That is a sizable difference. I mean, you're talking a difference of more than one turnover a game. If you give LSU more chances with the football. When they're already going to be hard to ever get them to punt. Yeah. I mean, you are in a whole mess of trouble. Jalen Hurts, uh, yeah, he's 2-0 and against LSU. I get that. Um, a lot of teams were three, until this year. 3-0 and against LSU. And a lot of teams were until this year. Yes. Uh, he never played an LSU team that could score. That's the biggest issue. No, sir. Uh, I I will. And so the defenses that he had on his team when he played us, I have you substantially seen substantially different. Have you seen this rumor about like between six and ten Oklahoma players having to miss this game due to like failed drug tests? Have you seen this rumor go around? Oh no, God, no. Uh, and I I don't think that I believe it because I feel like that's just kind of. That's a little crazy, right? Like it. This is the first I've heard of it. I I don't think that it's it, and, and if it does come out, I think it'll be like right before the ball game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if that happens, I mean, this is just. This would be an absolute, uh, murder scene. I think. So <laughs> that's what, an what understatement. If, wow. What you got this pulled was up reported here. yesterday, six ten p.m. by two four seven Sports. So this is not like well, it's. It wasn't reported by. This well, is this on is, a message. This is what I'm here. I'm reading this from two four seven Sports, and it's this is six, uh, the Big Spur. It's, com, it, right? Yeah, okay, that yeah. It's from five to ten players out for weed. God Almighty, we got to stop this. We just have to stop this. We just have to. Well, I, I mean, we'll we'll see. 
We have to. Because this is just rumor stuff. I get, no, it doesn't It doesn't matter if it's true or not. Well, we have Clint, to stop. We have Clemson to stop. had three guys You're go right. out for Osterine last year. It could be that. Like, this is, again, just that a is rumor. Right. No, if you, you uh, pop for Roids, we're having a conversation that's totally different yeah. than an 18, 19, 20-year-old smoking some grass, okay? Yeah. Now, again. We just have to stop this shit. Only a rumor. We don't know that that is actually legit. Uh, but if it is, uh, you go on a bank on that LSU minus 13 and a half. Like, you, that, that's that's done. Um, as it stands currently, like, I, I was a little terrified, right? Uh, opening line, like, opening total was 76. And that dropped down to 75 and a half. Yeah, a little bit. The opening line was 11 and a half in favor of LSU. It jumped to 13 and a half. So, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I the the analytics say that the total should be seventy seven points. Okay, total's right there on it, and it says that the the analytics spread should be LSU minus eleven and a half. They have been low on LSU all year, all year long. Yeah. They have undersold LSU for whatever reason. They just refuse to think. This team can't continue to score 45 to 50 points, which is what they're averaging. So 75 and a half, I think, is a little bit crazy here. And the reason I think it's a little bit crazy is because I have seen Oklahoma be held to to lesser points. I think LSU's defense is if going LSU to show scored, up in this game. If Do you think LSU's going to score 45 or more? What would 45... To twenty seven B. Not not seventy five. So I'm going under seventy five and a half. And I'm taking LSU minus thirteen and a half. I think forty five to twenty seven hey, right. sounds about that's right a, to that's me. That's I don't see Oklahoma scoring a ton here either. I think this defense is really good. As soon as people started criticizing their defense, they were like, Oh, we didn't know that beating people by twenty five points wasn't enough. Yeah. Oh, we have to beat them by sixty. Oh, I got it. I got it. We'll, we'll we'll just start doing that then. Yeah, we'll 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 do that. We'll just hold them to nothing. How about yeah. that? I think. No, I do roll. think that like it, Oklahoma it's a smoke show. Oklahoma will still be able to score some points. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But will but, they score thirty five? Will they score forty? Will they score thirty eight? I don't think so. Man, I don't, I think don't so. either. I, I don't either. I think this is a smoke show. I I think we're just so much better than everybody else. Burrow, well, made, Burrow made a couple of statements. A couple of statements were made this week during all the award ceremony that they just took every award there was. Okay. Yeah. Statement number one was very simple, very clear. If you ain't a tiger, you tiger bait. And that's that's just it's all these teams are gonna get eaten. That's just I don't know any <laughs> other way to say it. The more dangerous thing that should scare the hell out of everybody was this was not a Burrow beating his chest thing. He he made it abundantly clear. That's fine if you think you're going to slow me down. That's fine. You want to beat us? You're going to have to kill us all. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. When and, he said that. And when he said that, I thought, hand them the trophy. I, I raised my eyebrows and was like, That's... Oh, that's that's a little scary to hear a dude that's saying that. You want to beat us, you're going to have to kill us. To kill us all. 
That's, kill us, not just kill us. You're gonna have to kill us all. You could take me down. That's a that's a guy that's not pumping his chest. That is Ed Orgeron has pounded one message into this team. One team, one heartbeat. Yeah. A hundred percent. Hundred percent. So we both like LSU minus thirteen and a half. Yeah. I'm going to go with the under 75 and a half. You taking the over? Man, the, the only reason I'm scared to go under is because I, I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility that they hang 50. I just don't, man. Even if they hang 50. But you're right. I mean, if they hang 50, that means they've gotten a lot of extra possessions. Yeah. You might be right because we hung 50 on A&M and we didn't, we didn't bust 75. No. I think the under is the. I think it's a lot of points, and I think this defense is going to be crazy. Yeah, I, Delpit I think, has a lot to prove. I think he's got to hold up to being the best cornerback in football. I think Stingley believes I'm the best cornerback in football, and he wasn't. He wasn't voted as 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 that in in the not just in the All America in the All SEC. Yeah, he was left off. I mean, it's it's just insane. So insane. All right, so LSU minus 13.5 for both of us and the We've, we've under. been big wrong before. Oh, yeah, and we will be again, but that doesn't mean it is right this time. I don't think so. So I, I'm just saying, I, I, think, I think we might be on to something here. Just saying. Let's move on. We're going to jump into Monday games because we got to skip for, uh, for NFL again. The first responder bowl, we'll see if they actually play it this time. Uh, this is the Serve Pro Bowl. Make it, Serve Pro's motto is make it as if it didn't happen. <laughs> and last year, the game didn't happen. Yeah. Who was it last year? Boise State and Boston College? Yeah. I think that's, and right. that's just, you can't write this. No. You just uh, it's, can't. it's hilarious. Uh, this is 11.30 a.m. on Monday, December 30th. ESPN. It's in Dallas, Texas. Western Kentucky. Tyson Helton. Came back. He was Tennessee's offensive coordinator last year. He was Jeff Brom's offensive coordinator at Western Kentucky before that. That's right. Um, and so you would think he's an offensive guy. Yards per play, <clears throat> number 81 in the country. Not good. Uh, points per game, number 90. They averaged 25.6 points per game. Now, their defense, on the other hand, fantastic. I mean, they have done some great things on defense. Um, I mean, they are number 35 in the country in rushing yards per attempt on defense, number 66 in defensive uh, passing yards per attempt. You know, yards per play, number 39 on defense. Uh, Western Michigan is an offensive team. That's right. Western Michigan's defense, have they would have trouble stopping us. Okay. You know, if, if you and I were to line up, ugh, that, that could be an issue. I'm pretty out of shape. But Western Michigan can score, and they can get yardage. They can they can be successful. Uh, Tim Lester and what he has done at Western Michigan, at, they were the MAC favorites this year, and didn't get it done. But I mean, you got a chance here to go in. Nice big bowl game. This is the battle of the westerns. I'm gonna go. With Western Michigan plus three and a half here, and I'm going to go under fifty one and a half. Um, 
The opening line was Western Kentucky minus one. And it ballooned up to three and a half. Now, the analytics say it should be Western Kentucky minus like two and a half. Yep. And Western Michigan, or the, the total should be around like 48, yep. 47 and a half, something like that. I, I like the under here a lot. I Go like to. Western Michigan. Um, you give me a head start. You give me a team with a better offense. I... I'm going to take that all day. I think the exact same thing. And I'm going to go under also. I mean, I think this game's going to be a 45-point total. Yep. I think the offense is good, but they're not crazy good. West Kentucky's good team, and, and they're going to play tough. I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah. And, and if I we agree. get a field goal either way, we win. We win, so we're good. And we got a team that I think is a coin flip away from having a chance to just win this thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think both teams really want to be here. I do, too. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Both these teams will want to play. They'll play yeah. hard. Now, you're right about that. And now, let's see. Let's move on to Monday afternoon. We're starting to get into uh, SEC games and all that kind of mess. That's fun. So, that's always the good thing. Mississippi State and Joe Moorhead facing Scott Satterfield and Louisville in the Music City Bowl, the Franklin American Mortgage Music City Bowl, 3 p.m. on ESPN in Nashville, beautiful Nash Vegas, the bachelor or bachelorette capital of the world, right? Bachelorette party capital of the world. Um. Mississippi State had a down year. Yes, sir. Six and six. Yes, sir. They're six and six because an Ole Miss guy decided to PP in the end zone. It, I mean, I think they still would have kicked the extra point. They would have gone to overtime. Okay. Not. I mean, obviously, Ole Miss probably had the the momentum at that point. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a short field offense. You think the offense, the quarterback situation at Ole Miss. I think would be a lot better playing from the 20 in. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Either way, Mississippi State did get to 6-6. Six and six, So they are in the game. Congratulations. Ole Brad. Miss is not. Um, and I think it might have sparked a little something with Mississippi State. I will say that. Uh, offensive rushing yards per attempt, Mississippi State number 7 in the country. 5.52. Kylan Hill announced that he is going to the NFL, but he is playing in the damn bowl game. Awesome. Now, Congratulations to him. Who is not playing in the bowl game would be Mississippi State cornerback Cameron Dantzler. So if this were a team that threw the football, okay, then I could buy it. But that's not what Louisville does. Louisville is more of a running football team. Um, the stats may not necessarily show it, but I... I have seen Louisville go up against similar teams talent-wise okay. as Mississippi State. And they don't look good when they do that. I mean, this team got smoked by Kentucky at the end of the year. And not that Kentucky is the same as Mississippi State. Mississippi State beat them by two touchdowns earlier in the year. Kentucky was, different. was playing with a wide receiver at quarterback. Yeah, Kentucky beat Louisville like a dog. This is the difference between SEC speed and not. Ran for over 500 yards on 45 carries. Like that, Kylan Hill will have a field day against this Louisville defense. Yeah, it's just it's just a different caliber of of athlete. And and I don't mean to sound pompous when we say this, but the SEC uh, there's a there's a reason that they call it SEC speed. Yes, I mean last year a, a Purdue team. Coached by Jeff Brom, we like a lot. Yeah. Okay. Who who it, has shown he can coach? He can coach, and he can hang with anybody. 
and a down Auburn team that was talking about firing Gus goes to this game and beats the hell out of them. 63-14. to I mean, just just smokes them. Yeah. And I was on another podcast with, with, some, with some friends of the show that have their own show, and they're Purdue guys, and they were like, that was the first taste I ever got of SEC speed. Yeah. It's just different. Uh, that's that's one thing that I worried about last year was that Joe Moore had tried to throw the football too much. This year, not really that much of a problem. He's railed it back in. Um, and, and when you got somebody like Kylan Hill, you run him. Like, yeah. you just let him go out and eat. What do you think of the over-under? Oh, I am over all day. Okay, so 63 you, and a half. You think, I, you think Louisville's going to score on this? Louisville State. is going to score on this defense. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think so, too. And and State will probably put up 45, That's whatever, lot, themselves. But, but even if they score 35, they're, they're there. Yeah, I mean, at 35. I, think, I you, think we're getting there. Yeah. I mean, you score 35. 35-30 ball game, you bust it and you cover. Yeah. I mean, because the over-under is 63 and, that's, and that's, a half. That's exactly the, the score that Vegas is kind of predicting. Yeah. And that wouldn't surprise me at all. No, 35-31, whatever, something like that. I mean, at, at that point. But 35 to, I, I can don't know. see State blowing them out. I think either way, we get over. I think the State scores in the 40s. The th- either way, we get over the thirty, the, the 64 yeah. that you need to hit this. Um, I'm going to take the minus four and a half. Yeah, I am too. I'm laying the points. Yeah, I am too. It's just a different. It's just a different caliber of dude. Yeah, I agree. You can, if you can hang in the SEC, you're, you're just better than a lot of other guys. Yeah, and that's not to say that we don't like Scott Satterfield. Like, no. we, I, obviously, you know me, I'm a huge Satterfield right. fan. No, we agree. We agree. But uh, but yeah, this is they got to just a, get some talent. They got to get better dudes. Yeah, that's I all. agree with that. Now let's uh, let's move on. Let's hey, this one's gonna be fun to talk about. I like this game. This is uh, the same time as the other one. Yeah. The same time as the Music City Bowl, the Red Box Bowl, 3 p.m. on Fox. This is in Santa Clara, California, which is very tough to get to. Very difficult to get to. So, Bay Area, you know, south of uh, San Francisco, all that kind of mess. But I'll tell you who will love being there, and that will be Lovey Smith. Justin Wilcox, maybe not so much because, I mean, this is just a ride across the bay. Like, sure. this ain't nothing. Sure. But Cal did make a bowl game. They are 7-5. and five. Illinois, 6-6, six and six, made it to a bowl game finally under Lovey. Uh, against the spread, look, at these are two teams going in opposite directions. Cal got it rolling again at the end of the season. You know, they, they had it early, and then they lost it mid-year, had some injuries, et cetera, and then they started getting it back. And they got they got their playmakers back on offense and whatnot. They are they're kind of clicking again. They're not great on offense by any stretch of the imagination. But I I think I really like Cal in the spot. Like I really like Cal. Um the line is seven. It opened at six and a half. It's seven now. The total is forty-three. Cal went three and one. Against the spread to end the season. Now, Illinois did the same thing, but got lit up by a bad Northwestern team. Bad, bad, bad. Um, Cal even went over in a lot of games towards the end of the year. Three out of four. 
But man, at, like analytics tell me this should be Cal like minus four point eight something like that. Uh, the analytics say that the total is right on the number. Look, I'm going under, and I'm taking Cal minus seven. They are at home here. Illinois has so many guys banged up, so many dudes hurt, and you saw it against Northwestern. Northwestern beat them by three touchdowns. Yeah, but you said that the week before Northwestern as well, and they won that game. What week was that? Well, it was the week before Northwestern. And you picked whatever that team was real big. You're like, they lost all these dudes. They got banged up. I'm about to find it. Hang on. Oh, it, it was the Iowa game. I know what you're talking about. The Iowa game. Yeah. It was like 19 to 10. Yep. Played so. them great. But uh, but I, they didn't win that one. No, but, but, they, they, but they did cover. I was substantially better than Cal. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I like Cal here. I think Illinois is just happy to be there. I think Cal wants to use this to build on next year. Cal will have the crowd advantage, which, I mean, it may not we, be we much. Di- we disagree on that too. Illinois hadn't been to a bowl game in God knows how long. One team is going to be ecstatic about being here. The other team is not. Let me tell you why Illinois got housed by Northwestern. Okay. Illinois was exceptional all year at taking mistakes that other teams make and capitalizing on them. Northwestern, not a good football team. But Northwestern didn't make any mistakes. That's a good point. They they are a fundamentally sound, very boring football team. Illinois can't capitalize on any of that. So you get you just you just fundamental them to death. They get bored. They fall asleep. They got low attention spans. They're not the academic institution as Northwestern, and they—that's how they get beat. Isn't that the same thing that Cal does? Though? I don't think so. Don't I just think so. don't. I think Cal's going to make. I don't think Cal's offensively that good, and I do think at some point in time, a Illinois fans are going to show up to this game because right now the weather in Illinois sucks, and they're going to go that's out a good to point. Northern California. That is true. I think just because this is close to home to Cal, Cal's not excited about this game. Cal give a shit about going to this game. I don't care. Okay, you you got a They're valid driving point right there. down the road, and you got another team that never in a million years expected to go to a bowl game this year. And as long as the quarterback for Illinois is healthy, I'm riding with Illinois because that guy's a wild card. And what do I like in a bowl game? You're talking about Brandon Peters. I like wild cards. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I just do. Uh, you going over or under? Total 43. I think I got to go over. over because I need, if Illinois I need is going to get the win. I need If Cal opens their offense up, that's how they make mistakes. If Cal plays low and bored, then they don't make mistakes, and they, and, they, and they house them. But if they open the offense up, which they did at the end of the season, then, then I think that's how Illinois makes, makes them make mistakes. They okay. take the ball away. They get fumbles. They get takeaways. They get extra possessions. They capitalize on those extra possessions. They win the game. Okay. I, I I like Illinois. I like the points. I am going the complete opposite direction. I'm going under and Cal. You're going Illinois and over. Let's move on to the next one. This is the night game on Monday night. 7 p.m. on that Monday night, the Orange Bowl. The Capital One Orange Bowl. Dan Mullen and the Florida Gators Against Bronco Mendenhall and the Virginia Cavaliers, this is a coaching matchup. Yeah, this is a beautiful, beautiful matchup. Ten and two Florida, nine and four Virginia. Virginia just got smoked by Clemson. Everybody gets smoked by Clemson, so we won't hold it against them. That's right. Um, 
Virginia, four overs in their last four games. Kind of impressive. That is a big number. Uh, the Massey strength of schedule numbers. Florida played the number 14 schedule in the country. Yeah, Virginia, Virginia number 62. Man, that's shocking because they had Clemson. They had Virginia Tech who had to be pretty good on there. They had Notre Dame. Yeah, Virginia Tech wasn't as good as you would think. Really? I mean, they were 8-4, and four, but like it, it, this includes like all of the success rates and all that kind of mess. Okay. So, um, yeah, Virginia did have Notre Dame. but uh, That's two good teams. Yeah, but they also played in the Coastal Division. Oh yeah, no, everybody else is trash. Yeah, and, no, and their non conference schedule was no, really yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm really not justifying poor. anything outside of those two games. And yeah. I thought I thought Vodtech would be better because Vodtech I guess I guess I'm looking strength of schedule versus strength of schedule. Vodtech played the same strength of schedule they did. Yeah. Um the biggest discrepancy here passing yards per attempt on offense, Florida surprisingly number twenty five in the country. Yeah, pretty good. Eight point four two. Dan Mullen's a really good offensive mind. Oh, yeah. I don't, well, I'll tell you this: he like, can throw the football didn't didn't surprise me at all. Neither one of these teams can run the football at all. No, but they just don't. At well, not uh, partly because they can't. Like you're telling me, if they if they could, that they wouldn't. These no, are two teams. Dan absolutely would if he could. And Bronco Hall as well. No, you're right on that. Yeah. Um, but both of them average less than four yards per carry. Uh, and and they're going up against defenses that are number 29 and number 13 in rushing yards per attempt on defense. Um, but the, the biggest discrepancy that I was talking about, Florida number 25 in offensive passing yards per attempt. Virginia gives up 8.02 yards per pass attempt. That's I bet that's not good. Number 100 Ooh. out of 130 in the country. That's I didn't not know that we good. hit triple digits, but I knew that wasn't good. It's not good. Uh, everything in this game screams Florida and typically, I would go with the team that is just happy to be here, and but not happy to be here, but like the team that's really fired, fired up, up. You know, this and game I, matters to Virginia. Yeah, and I and I think it matters to Florida as well. Uh, Dan I'm, always coaches his bowl games really well. Yes, his history he doesn't let any game off. That's that's where I'm at with yeah. this. The line is fourteen and a half. I'm taking Florida. I'm going over the fifty four and a half. Because I do think that Bryce Petty and that bunch will be able to... They'll get a couple um, big plays in. Uh, Bryce Perkins, not Perkins. Bryce Petty. Good okay. gracious. Um, I think they're going to be able to score some. It, it's not going to be a lot, but you don't have to be... No. You don't have to score a you get, lot. You get a get couple 54. big plays. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I see this a, a lot of the same. Mullins is not like your typical SEC schools that just have letdowns when they go to bowl games that they just... I ah, wish we... We thought we were better. We maybe should have made this bowl I think I think he's going to have his guys fired up. They're going to be coached up, ready to go. Yeah. Nobody takes advantage of the extra practices like Mullins has. Now you are right about that. Uh, are you you going over? I'm going over as well. I don't feel great about the over because there is a part of me that thinks Florida I mean, could this, just completely shut them down. This could be a a 28-32 to you know seven fourteen ball game, and that. Yeah, I could, I could see I that. I get called there. I could, I could see that. Now, we got two more games to go, and these are on New Year's Eve. They are early. They are early, so let's roll on with it. December 31st, the last year of the Belk Bowl. This is 11 a.m. on ESPN in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's Justin Fuente and the Virginia Tech Hokies against Mark Stoops and the Kentucky Wildcats. These are two teams that... Kind of got it rolling at the end of the year. Kind of got it rolling. Um, 
you know me, I love SEC teams in this matchup. I, I just do. And Virginia Tech has been in the Boat Bowl 400 times, it feels yeah. like. Like, they always this go to the This is going to be a home game. game for them. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, throughout the season, like, you, you just almost can't even look at stats because it is a tale of two seasons Correct. for – or a tale of two halves of seasons for both teams. Because early on, neither of them was, was very good. And then towards the end of the season – you know, Kentucky starts to get things rolling. I mean, they they ran for more than 300 yards in all four of their last four games, I believe. Like, they ran for over 500 against Louisville. Um, Virginia Tech made a change at quarterback, like, kind of got that thing going, and they also have a quarterback that runs. Like, Lynn Bowden Jr. for Kentucky has been uh, the, the saving grace for that football program this year. Like... They they had everybody hurt at quarterback. But if you go and you look at their stats. I mean, they're running the Wildcat. That's all. That's what they run. Offensive rushing yards per attempt. Kentucky, 6.36 yards per attempt. That's number three in the country. That's like service academy numbers. Yeah. Like, it's scary. And Virginia Tech, number 32. In defensive rushing Mark yards Stoops per attempt. Mark done a hell of a job with this team. Uh, the other side of this, what Virginia Tech has done really well is hit explosive plays through the passing game, right? Agreed. Um, they run the football. They're not great at it. They're number 93 in the country in rushing yards per attempt. But they, they, they hit long passes because you are expecting them to run. They are keeping the safeties in the box because they expect the quarterback to run, etc., they're number 13 in passing yards per attempt. Kentucky, number 18 in defensive yards per pass attempt. Yeah. So, I I want to go Kentucky here, but I'm not going to. I'm going Virginia Tech minus 2.5, and, and I'm going to go under 46.5. I think both of these teams will run the ball a lot. Yep. This is Bud Foster's last game. Bingo. I think that they will be fired up for this spot. Uh, Talent-wise... I think both teams are fairly similar. You give me a, a coin flip game. I think Kentucky's, it's not just a coin flip game. I do think Kentucky's one-dimensional. They are 100% one-dimensional. And now you have Bud Foster who has basically three, four weeks to get ready for a team that just is running Wildcat, some form of the Wildcat slash option. Yeah. That's all they can do. Yeah. And and with that, I think Bud Foster gets after it, yes. After it, I believe in you. Low scoring, um, and and Kentucky's a good team. And what Mark Stoops has done all year is just an incredible job. But when a team has a month to prepare for your one dimensional offense, you better be really good, especially when it is one of the legendary defensive coaches coaching in the game. his very last game. Yeah, he's not, and those players aren't going to let him down. No, I agree. And, I just think they're one dimensional, and that's the thing that scares me on 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 taking Kentucky here. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, so under forty six and a half for both you of see us. That and Vatek the same. Now we got one more game, and this one's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. It'll be great, right? All right, isn't that how they? Yeah, that's 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 the that's the deal. Odell Hagens is getting to coach the game. 
Odo Hagen's hey, he was the interim in the 2017 Independence Bowl. Too bad Alabama's not playing this game. When, man, hey, I went to Independence Bowl. I went to Shreveport way too many times. No, way too it, many times. It's, it's just a. And so it's it's a tiger thing. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's it. we we wouldn't win this game then. <laughs> we ain't going to play in a Tiger Bowl. Um, Go ahead. Odo Hagen's. They were in the Independence Bowl in 2017 when he was the interim before Willie Taggart came in. They won and covered that game and smoked the other team. Smoked them. Arizona State has fired their offensive coordinator, Rob Likens. They hired Boise OC Zach Hill. Thank God, by the way. Their defensive coordinator, Arizona State's defensive coordinator, Danny Gonzalez, it was announced today, we're recording this Tuesday, December 27th, no, December 17th, excuse me, um, Danny Gonzalez has been hired as the New Mexico uh, head coach. So, losing both coordinators, and you've got an interim coach for Florida State, Arizona State's wide receiver Brandon Ayuk is out because he is sitting out for the NFL draft. Correct. Florida State running back Cam Akers is sitting out for the NFL draft. Correct. I think neither team really wants to be in El Paso, Texas, which makes it very difficult to to handicap this. I don't know that I agree with that. I think Herm Edwards likes to be anywhere he's at in the world at any moment. So long as he's coaching football, right? I really do. I just think... He just seems like the happiest guy alive. I will say this. Have you seen that, him have like bad days? Because I, I don't No, I've never seen many. him have bad days. No. I mean that, that so the day with the uh you play to win the but game. But like he wasn't like yelling and screaming. Like he wasn't saving like sourpuss up. No, there. but I think he was kinda he was irritated with the media at that point. But that's that's him like angry. That's and that's like and he was still he I was could, still fine. I could get my butt chewed out by a guy like that. That's that's not so scary at all. No, that's true. That's true. Uh these two teams are very similar when you look at stats. I mean, just very similar. Offense and defense. Um I mean Arizona State had trouble scoring a lot this year. Uh, I don't think that'll be too much of a problem against Florida State. Just saying. But I will say that the talent differential yes. uh, highly favors They're, Florida State. Yes, if we're looking at stars on recruits. Florida State should be substantially better than this team. Yeah. But there's a reason Florida State's playing in the Sun Bowl. Yes. Oh, 100%. Because because stars on the name of recruits doesn't always mean anything. Correct. Uh, I will say this. Florida State players love Odo Higgins. That's fine. They love him. Congratulations. And that is the reason, along with the talent, that I'm going to take Florida State... <laughs> Florida State we're plus four and a half eighth grade. is the play for me. And the under 54, um, it, Herm Edwards, I think, treats some of these bowl trips like practices. He did last year. Yeah. Um, and I think Florida State will want to win one for Odell. And you're I think prob- you're probably out. right. I, I I was shocked that Florida State was a dog here, by the way. I was I just couldn't believe in that. Jaden Daniels, man. that's Everybody loves that kid. Yeah, but... There are just so many changes. I didn't. Like, I wanted to take Arizona State in points, and then I saw that they were the favorite. And I was like, "Holy crap! That doesn't make sense at all to me." Well, I don't. I I got all discombobulated and didn't really know how I felt. And then at the end of it, I'm just still going to ride with Herm. Okay, 
Okay. I'm going I, under 54 on this. Um, which way are you leaning there? Yeah, I would too. I don't, I don't see this being a shootout. Yeah, I could, I could believe that. All right, the Tony the Tiger Bowl. Good gracious. Rawr. <laughs> oh, good gracious. All right, that is going to wrap up bowl preview number four. Uh, of course, we went from the Peach Bowl all the way through the Sun Bowl. Uh, go to winningcureseverything.com. You can find all of our bowl picks over there, all of our gambling picks for the NFL, for college football, etc. Go check that bad boy out. All of our picks, previews, podcasts, videos, etc. Winningcureseverything.com is the website. Smackapparel.com. Use promo code WIN, and that'll get you 20% off. That's W-I-N, 20% off your order, regardless how big it is. And tunicatravel.com. Tunica, Mississippi is the South's premier sports gambling destination. Tunicatravel.com is the website where you can find more information about all their sports books, golf courses, steakhouses, all the concerts coming through town, etc. They got good stuff going on down there. You know we love them. I think that's going to wrap it up, right? Yes, sir. Excellent. We will see you guys on Bowl Preview number five. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.